Hey, thank you so much for checking out the Keto Life podcast presented by Dolce Vita. We're so thrilled to have part three here of this part four series with Nick and Jill Murphy from Mission Fitness right here in Syracuse. They bring such a great level of expertise and knowledge to the keto lifestyle. So whether you're just getting started out, whether you've been on keto for a while, whether you're not on keto at all and you're just curious about it, these are just some great interviews that we have with Nick and Jill Murphy and getting just to understand more and more and more about the keto lifestyle and some of the medical issues that revolve around the keto diet and the keto way of living and way of eating. So thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Do us a favor, hit that subscribe button, download the podcast, leave us a review, let us know what you think of these episodes that we've been putting out for you. Our goal with these podcasts is to just give out as much free information as we can, whether you're on keto, been on keto, thinking about going on keto, whatever it is. We just want to make sure that we help you out. Make sure that you give us a follow and a like over on Facebook and Instagram at Dolce Vita Syracuse. Find us online at dvqs.com. Stop down at Dolce Vita. Give us a visit for a complete lunch and dinner and dessert keto-friendly menu. So without further ado, here is part three of the four-part series with Nick and Jill Murphy. Actually, I, I do want to hit on the ketone acidosis thing because that's a common misconception. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to get into ketone acidosis, well, which could be I mean, very toxic to the body, yeah, and that's a true statement. A lot of medical as far doctors, as toxicity goes, right? A lot but, of medical doctors will say, "Oh, you're going to get ketogenic acidosis." Like they don't understand. Go ahead, Jill. They don't. Uh, so, so really, when you're on the ketogenic diet, you're in what um, these doctors that you know promote this and that have done the research. It's called nutritional ketosis. So it's very healthy and therapeutic to the body. And there's uh, one way that you can test that, which you've been doing, Antoinette, is through the blood test. Yeah. Um, so you get the, the um, ketone strips, you know, and you get the, uh, the blood reading meter. And um, nutritional ketosis is anywhere from 0.5 millimolars um, or above. So that would be a nutritional ketosis. So it's a very therapeutic, healthy state. Ketone acidosis happens, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, happens when your body's not producing insulin. Right. Is that correct? Because insulin keeps ketones in the range that's healthy, right? So if you're a type 1 diabetic, you know, you don't have insulin, you have to inject insulin. Um, You know, the insulin keeps the ketones in any proper range, which ketogenic acidosis, uh, I mean, we're talking 10 millimolars or more. Mm-hmm. you know to even start approaching that so oh wow yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so your body won't won't get to 10 millimeters uh, millimolars excuse me because uh, you have insulin even right. type 2 diabetics have appropriate amounts of insulin to keep ketones in check so type 1 or type 2 type 2 oh okay yeah type 1 don't i mean obviously there there's a lot of science now with type 1 diabetics doing the ketogenic diet and every blood biomarker is improving so this is a whole new avenue that has never been explored that you know there's a great medical doctor that is a type 1 diabetic who does the ketogenic diet and he i can't what's the name of the book joe well that book i'll look it up but anyway he um he has a great book and all his blood biomarkers improve he's a runner so um you know the ketogenic diet even for type 1 diabetics um you know they're discovering that and and this is like you know you say this to a medical doctor who doesn't understand they'll literally think you're crazy you know right, right. but um again there's research so the the name of the book is called the ketogenic diet for type 1 diabetics and who's the 
Ellen Davis and Keith Runyon. Who's an MD. So great book. Uh, we suggest that people that are type 1 diabetics read it. Um, and uh, Well, most people I know with type 2 that I've spoke to have reversed their yeah, um, absolutely. dependency within yeah. three months. Yeah. Sure, if they do. So if thank they, God. It's, it's, if it's strict. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of our clients that we get, it's not, again, you know, we say about weight loss and that's primarily, primarily what brings them in. But right. most of them are on, most of the clients that we see are on some sort of medication, whether it's a statin, a high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, type two diabetes. I know one of Nick's clients, he came in, he was on three types of diabetic medication wow. and yeah. he's off all of them. He had an A1C of 10, which if anybody knows anything about A1Cs, that's like insulin zone, right? Um, and so he reversed that, you know, yeah. pretty quickly. And the doctors yeah. were shocked. They didn't believe that it could be possible. Be but the reality is a lot of these medical doctors are just seeing patients all day. They're not, they're not on the front. Well, they're on the front lines in that aspect, but they're not on the front lines of actually reversing this stuff. Well, and the know? pharmaceutical companies, mm. yeah. you know, that's a whole other topic yeah. there. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're pushing a, it. They're pushing their It's minds. a sick mm. care model. Right. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means, oh, you come to see a doctor when you're sick. And now there's a, a few doctors, a lot of medical doctors that are doing optimization, which is, hey, let's not wait until you get sick. Let's go mm -hmm. ahead and look at how we can optimize your health. Like an oil change. That's exactly <laughs> right. well, You know, and they get into, yeah. hormonal th they get into hormonal therapy and, you know, and, and everything, everything to do with your health. Right. And so optimization is, is probably... In, well, I don't. Th I think it's the the wave of the future. I think people are going to yeah. start to be more conscious of their health, right? You know, and I think they're going to look to optimize. And so, you know, Mission Fitness um, does that, right? We look to mm -hmm. optimize our clients' health, right. you know. And um, again, perfect example is Ronnie Brower. You look at what happened in 23 months. We did blood work before, after, and during, and I had a great medical doctor that worked with him and. Uh, you know, he had the testosterone level of an 80-year-old man. By wow. the time he was done, it was like the testosterone level of a 20-year-old man. Thank God. So I think it was like from 100 to 800, you know, or close right. to 800. And right. he's still going strong. I mean, sure. he's yeah. still yeah. focused. He kept it off. Right. So that's the other misconception. Oh, well, you'll gain it mm -hmm. when you stop. Well, yeah, if you stop anything and go back to your right. old ways, yeah. right. things will go you'll back. You'll gain it if you go back to eating cakes and cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll gain any, you know, there's no diet that you right. can, that will correct you for forever right. right so it has to be a way of life well you know some of you think well what i can never have carbs for the rest of my life well no that's not true we advocate carb cycling mm -hmm. when you are uh to your goal and right so carb cycling you know has a few benefits to it but did you want to say something Jill? yeah well i was just going to say with, with the, um as far as being able to say on this long term like w when we come when people come and meet us and we you know have consult with them and we explain to them like this is what you have to do you know to get the weight off this will be the best thing for you um a lot of people are hesitant on starting that because they don't understand that when you get to maintenance when you get to where you want to be which i personally am noticing that maintenance is for some people an even harder place it is harder than losing weight it is um but when they get to maintenance then they can do what nick was referring to as carb cycling right. where you can have that you know sweet potato if you want you can have that you know you know piece of cake piece of I cake mean, we're you not know what we're I mean? not restrictive to the point right. you can a regular cake we're not <clears throat> stocking just keto cake but uh you know it's it's really this is the way to have your you have your cake and eat it too so to speak you know yeah and we're not advocating binge eating by any means no no right? we're advocating living a normal life right and just monday through 
Saturday or Sunday through Friday. Right. 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 You eat low carbs, high fat, or medium fat at that point, you know, and then uh, once a week you get to enjoy yourself. Right. You have it. You can schedule around holidays, birthdays, things like that, special events. Right. So yeah. when someone goes through a weight loss season, they're building discipline. Right. 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 So they're building discipline around food, and they're also changing the way that they think. Because one of the ways that you change the way you think is by doing something over and over and over and over and over again. Kinds of behavior over time. Right. CBOT. So that will change the way that <laughs> someone Acronym. thinks. Wow, so Nick had a client where he would go to like Dunkin' Donuts every morning. Right. That's what he did before he came in and trained with us. Me too. So, okay. So you go there now, but you get coffee. I just coffee. <laughs> but he would get the breakfast sandwich every morning. Who's this? So, uh, I'm not going to say it over the thing. Expose them over the <laughs> Text me his name. Maybe it wasn't every day, but that was the impression I got. Okay. You'll, so have, to, you'll have to remind I'll text me you the name later. So um, <laughs> you know who would, you are out there. <laughs> he would go to Dunkin' Donuts. And um, so what he had to do is he had to change the way that he thought. And part of the way he did that is he had eggs at home for breakfast, right? right. Over and over <laughs> and over again. So it got to the plate, the point when he drives to work now, he doesn't no longer thinks, oh, I want to stop at Dunkin' Donuts because that behavior has changed. His brain has changed. Yep. So that's that's one piece. The second piece is that when someone does this ketogenic diet or they go through a weight loss season, they're building discipline, right? right? So when you get to where you want to be, you don't throw that discipline out the door. No. You are still going to be in, in um in circumstances and at events where there's going to be food that you're going to have to talk yourself through to say, no, you know what? I can't, I can't eat this food right now. Right. But then there's going to be times where you can say, you know what? I've gotten to where I want to be, you know, and my, I've maintained my weight all week. I'm going to have that slice of pizza, that piece of cake, whatever it is that you desire to have and get right back on it. So you're cycling it through. Right. What you're not doing is you're not having the cake on Saturday. You're not going for the rice on Sunday. You're not going for the oatmeal on Monday. You're not going for the right. French fries on Tuesday and, and, and constantly eating the carbohydrates. Right. That's going to get you back to where you started. So you have to learn, and it's a learning process, just like a well-formulated ketogenic diet. You have to learn your macros. The same thing with maintenance. You have to learn how much carbs your body can actually tolerate right, because right. everyone is different. And it changes too with how much you work out. And, right. You know, there's it's other exactly variables. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, like I know with during that maintenance that I could get up to 42 carbs a day without starting to gain weight. On a ketogenic diet mm -hmm. you're talking about? Okay. Yeah, like when I was doing my maintenance. And that's right about the top of where they say right. to go. But if I wasn't working out three or four days a week, yeah. those 42 carbs had to come down a sure. little. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So there's other variables too. Right. And that's so, a genetic component. Right. Yeah. And, right. Um, but I, with keto, that saying, eat to live, live to eat, mm -hmm. I've truly learned that experience, yeah. that yeah. comment. Like that truly means something. And just to so So I just want to say, what are what's some thinking habits that you've changed? Because people, I mean, you're a prime example to say I lost 150 right. pounds well, and I can maintain it. Before you get in, I just want to say, why keto? Because I, I, I sense there's some of you out there saying, well, what's the point? Of, why do you even, why do the ketogenic diet? Because you have to understand this. Uh, weight loss is, you know, um, well, you want to look at your body as a hormonal machine, okay? And you want your hormones to be in favor of losing body fat. And the way that you do that is controlling the master hormone that sets your body whether to store uh, food as energy in the form of fat or whether to burn it. And so that master hormone is insulin. So insulin is that hormone that will store your body 
if you get excessive amounts, if genetically you cannot handle a lot of carbohydrates, which research has shown two thirds of the population do not do well with a high carb diet. Okay. One third does well, two thirds. This is what research shows. So, you know, um, so what it's really saying is that your body will, has to produce too much insulin for you to keep your blood sugar in check. Once your insulin gets high, it causes an inflammatory response and you set your body up to store your food that you're eating in the form of body fat to store it as fat. So you want to control that master hormone insulin. And when you cut and, and the number one driver of insulin production is carbohydrates. Okay. Uh, all right. Sugar being the biggest culprit. Right. And then um, so you want to control that carbohydrate component because it controls insulin. Right. And that's that master hormone that sets your body to what to be a fat burning machine or a fat storing machine. So okay. excessive insulin uh, means uh, fat storing machine. OK, so that's why we cut carbs is because we're trying to address the insulin issue. Now, people think, well, my blood sugar is normal. Well, you it, it's, not, it's not telling you how much insulin ha that your body is producing to keep your blood sugar normal. You'd have to take an insulin glucose tolerance test or a insulin survey test which is an in-depth test that lasts about two hours, right? So that will show you what your body is doing when you take in uh, a large amount of carbohydrates, how much insulin that you have to produce uh, before your blood sugar gets out of control, mm -hmm. right? And so insulin resistance is actually, okay, it doesn't matter how much insulin you produce, it's not controlling the blood sugar anymore because your, your cells are, res are resistant to the insulin, right? So that's the difference, right? So again, it's, it's, you're trying to control insulin and the number one way you can do that is through carbohydrate restriction. Um, you know, uh, excessive protein drives insulin as well, not to the degree that carbohydrates do, but um, it will drive it to a certain degree, you know? And so you, you gotta watch the amount of protein you take in. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to, to hit on that really quick. Hey, that's it, folks. Thanks so much to Nick and Joe Murphy for taking the time. Got that short podcast for you today, but packed full of so much useful information. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that way you can find out the moment part four is released. Again, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Thanks so much again. Find us online at dbqs.com. And we're going to catch you next week for the final conclusion the four-part series on the Keto Life podcast presented by Dolce Vita.